0: Hold on, we're gonna start over again. Uh. I don't know what was going. I hit the wrong button. Here we go. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? Ears up in depth. We're back in the studio here. We got a bunch of Disney news to cover. Uh, you know, once again, it, the the Disney news gods were were a little. Um, we're not as as giving as they normally are, Jeremy. And I don't know about you, but I had a I had a hard time trying to find. Some quality news to go through, but what I did find is uh, entirely too much clickbait. So, for the first time in a long time, we are going to have another segment of This Week in Clickbait News. Because there's there's kind of a lot, and uh, I'm
1: disappointed in humanity for,
0: for this happening.
1: I think that the amount of clickbait you see is directly correlated to the lack of Disney news, because they have nothing to do, so they have to... <laughs> You know, there's something real to report on. We had a huge week last time when we right. did the destination D wrap up. But now, you know, obviously there's not going to be news just hitting us like that every single week. Although I do have something to follow up on and it's kind of interesting. And then there's some other helpful stuff that I'm going to talk about. But I think that, that that you can see an increase in the clickbait because they have nothing going on. But they've got to keep those clicks coming in. So they get more and more ridiculous. They really do, and you know what uh sort of was the catalyst for me is like
0: any good journalist mm. right uh, any journalist worth its uh, worth his weight in the, in salt or you know fecal matter or whatever it is, you have Google Alerts for different things. I have Google Alerts for Disneyland and Walt Disney World and Disney News and whatever right Walt Disney Company, and mm. I was going through my uh, my alerts getting ready for the show and I don't know four out of five of them were inside the magic and Disney dining over and over and over and over just with the most bombastic, the most outlandish headlines. And I actually just unsubscribed to my friggin' alerts. It's like, I can't, if this is the quality of article that I'm going to get, I, it's just it's now just spam. They have rendered a useful tool spam. It, there's no, there's nothing. It's, it's those things, and then it's WDWNT going, oh, here's the fourth pin being released. And, you know, it's like, I don't
1: care. I just There's don't a care. Loungefly lounge fly backpack yeah. available. Yeah, great. I love a cheap backpack. I mean, ultimately, isn't that Google's fault? You're supposed to be able to filter out what's relevant and what's not relevant. Probably. They're spamming us with stuff. Yeah, maybe and i i was i noticed it today also because you know obviously on the days that we do a show i sort of look through the news on the web to see what's happening and i don't have alerts i just look and but when you google disney world or anything like all of the search results are just as you said yeah those two sites and i was wondering like why isn't google giving me the option to filter out certain sources like i would appreciate why is that, there not yeah. a powerful filter this is google they can make ai but they can't make me like you can barely even sort by relevance or like by like date posted it's terrible I, like, these are supposed to be like these geniuses over there i'm not convinced <laughs> that you know what they are the programmers at google are the imagineers of search engines whoa
0: big they, facts. they can't
1: do it they're not doing it yeah how about that
0: I, I, I look, man, I would agree with you. You know what? It, it got so bad that I I envisioned a section on our website or even a brand new Twitter feed or just using our Twitter feed as just straight Disney news, Twitter feed. Like, I don't think because it was okay here, he, here are the, if you didn't know anything about what was going on, here are the five stories, the five topics. Okay. It's either clickbait news, uh, new products. Ariana Grande being at Disneyland with her boyfriend, (laughs) Kim Kim Kardashian being at Disneyland with her husband and she's pregnant, hiding her bump (laughs) or some, you know, maybe slightly legitimate, like, Hey, this is a cool thing that I found or whatever. Like that's it. It's just, it's celebrities that nobody, that I don't personally care about. And I don't want to hear them again. I don't want to, I don't want to think about them. I don't care to me. That is not news about the Disney Parks. So I, I don't know. I thought about just every day because I mean I look at the news every day. Might as well just do that. And you throw out a couple of tweets. Like here are some here's some actual like news about Disneyland. If you're looking, so that way you don't have to run into this faff. It's garbage. <laughs> it's a total faff. Yeah. Anyway, we're starting off on a great on a great note, Jeremy. Yeah. Already, <laughs> already as you're usual. doing it, man. And we I can't can uh, I can't help it. I, it's just it's one of those things. I do have some fun news though. I don't know. Should I start out with, God, I basically have three. I basically have two. um, (laughs) I basically have two clickbait stories. And then, uh, and then one
1: piece of fun news. Cause there's like, there's nothing going on. Hit me with the clickbait because I'm so frustrated from reading and and, avoiding clicking on it all day. All right. That I'm excited for you to take it down and give me, (laughs) give me what for. Let's do it. week that was
0: in clickbait news <laughs> it's just a professional the professional sting i made and it was pretty good <laughs> yeah. all right here we go jeremy this one most of these actually all of these are from inside the magic who, who am i kidding kidnapping attempted at disneyland <laughs> oh i did hear this one <laughs> yeah and this all stemmed from a reddit post here's the reddit post okay quote saw two grown men chase a woman and tried to yank her stroller out of her hands with child still in it because she accidentally bumped into their family member when they were blocking a covered walkway because they were afraid of getting wet in the rain. Your entire rude family refused to move out of a walkway and then you got pissed because she didn't have enough room to move around you. So your solution is to try and kidnap her child? I have no idea what they were trying to accomplish there because they were all well aware that there was a child in the stroller. It was an umbrella stroller, so no blocked site. Well, so and I, so I found this Reddit post. It's in the Disneyland subreddit. I found it and I found this comment and I saw it had one upvote So inside the mat. And clearly this person is not specifically literally saying a child was kid was trying to be kidnapped. There was not a kidnapping attempt being made. If you read the post, it's clearly just um, you know they're just exaggerating, right? You try they're to just kidnap
1: a child It's not, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I guess technically, this is the thing with inside the magic. Technically, I think you can you can classify that as like kidnapping or whatever, right? In a law enforcement thing, if you're pressing charges in the in court of law, but if you just try to move someone's stroller because and there's, <laughs> you're not you're not kidnapping a child. So I wrote, I was like, hey, just so you know. This is now a news article from Inside the Magic, and I know you didn't really, literally mean they were trying to kidnap someone, but that's what they did. And they're they're like, oh my god, dude, these people have nothing better to do than troll this <laughs> and troll the yeah. subreddit, and then find just garbage. But one upvote, I'm surprised it was even reported on. But uh, yeah, that's Inside the Magic. So if you see any headline that says there's a kidnapping attempt or or whatever, it, it, no, there there
1: was not. There was no such kidnapping attempted. Do you think that they're getting desperate? Is that what's happening because they they seem to be dialing it up. So I hope I actually hope that that is a symptom of their desperation like maybe wish, things aren't man. going so well, maybe this model is starting to fail and so they're doing they're just digging in and they're like we'll just just ramp it up, take it up a notch, shock these people because normally <laughs> I never fall for these articles. And I actually did click on one today. Cause I was like, Oh, oh of course you do. do. You, you know, have to every once in like, a while. You got to, you got, you got to do it. But then as soon as I clicked on like, you know what? I, and I was like, I've been fooled. It actually seemed like it could be something. And then I got in there. First of all, I had to scroll and I got the history of the parks. It was like animal kingdom is a place that the Yeti had. And I was like, what? What does this have to do with the thing that you're telling me about? And then by then I forgot. And I was like, I'm out. I am out of here. And then I I was like, I will not be fooled by this again. I have been fooled. Yeah. That's it. Yes. Fool me once. Same on you fool me 9,000 times. It's not going (laughs) to get fooled again. (laughs) Here's another one you might
0: have seen from Inside the Magic. This is their headline. Disneyland attraction quietly canceled. Closing next month. Disneyland attraction quietly canceled closing next month what do you think that could possibly be quietly canceled an attraction
1: canceled I'm trying to think like what normal thing is happening that (laughs) they could turn like what could be twisted and turned and be interpreted like that yeah because while you're thinking about it to me it's very evocative of
0: Cancel culture, you know, Splash Mountain kind of thing. So it's almost like the people who are hungry for this stuff go, oh, my God, what's next? Something else is being canceled. You know what I mean? Read the whole thing again to me. Disneyland attraction quietly
1: canceled, closing next month. This is something this is like an like some event that was going to be closing anyway. This is talking about
0: the Magic Happens Parade. Which, so far, is only scheduled through October
1: 15th. Oh, my God. But it runs seasonally. (laughs) It's quietly canceled. It's canceled. It's being canceled. It's
0: not that it's coming up the end of its scheduled run. It's being canceled, Jeremy.
1: I hate them. I hate so much. Yeah.
0: So, I thought that was pretty good. And then, doing this uh, segment, I learned a, a trick where if you take the headline, of an Inside the Magic article, you don't click on it. Just take the headline, paste it into a new Google search. It will give you the summary of the relevant portion of that article in just the Google summary. Mm. So you don't have to read anything. You don't have to look through anything. You don't have to click on it. You don't have to see any ads. You don't have to support them in any way, which I love. Okay, here's another you one. You know, the thing yes. is, it's not
1: cute anymore. It's not It's not cute. Right. They're liars. Oh, Yeah. They're liars. These are actually, I've decided these aren't just like tricky people. These are nefarious bad people. That's what they are.
0: Oh, yeah. They're, they're probably, you know, people talk about Disney adults being bad um, Disney fans. No, these people <laughs> are awful. Okay. Here's another one. Guests banned from Disneyland for sneaking in illegal substance. Uh
1: okay. Well, that seems like guest
0: not banned. Fun. From Disneyland for sneaking in illegal substance. What do you think the substance was? What do you think an illegal substance is that would be worth a ban? It was that, crack. That, that also is is just p- piques your interest enough because they don't mention it in the title. Right? They don't mention anything in the title. Yeah. Uh, booze. They snuck in booze. That's oh. the illegal substance. Did they, get, they got banned? I think they got a ban from Disneyland. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't read it. But, Man, how did they catch that? Um, during the security check, I guess. I mean, you know what? So, like, I, these people, they'll bring in, like, rum in a Coke bottle. And it, it, some security guard probably smelled it because it probably spilled. Or who knows? I have no idea. But this is this is the kind of thing that happens.
1: Yeah. Well, Bev better be careful. I feel like she's <laughs> always up to something. I, I meant I mean to send that to her and be like, they're looking. <laughs> they're looking for I'll, you. I have friends that I don't think they've ever walked into the park without something disguised as like something like something it's else constant it's a but, shoe but it's, it's really a cake go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um okay
0: here's another one this one was really good security called following hostage situation on disneyland ride hostage situation now you would think jeremy if there was truly a hostage situation in disneyland then you would have heard about it from uh, other people other news outlets uh, Orange County Register, for example, KCLA, NBC. right, right, right. <laughs> Actual news yeah, it's
1: not, organizations. It's not a scoop from Inside the Magic. That's the thing. <laughs> if you've never heard it before, only Inside the Magic, and it's ridiculous, they have not, it's not true.
0: Well, it's, yeah, not only is it a scoop by Inside the Magic, but every other news outlet goes, well, they did such a good job, we're not even going to repeat it. That let them have that. Yeah, because that's how the media
1: works. <laughs> Where's David Muir?
0: Okay, here's what happened. Security cast members escorted a terrified and furious guest away from Pixar Pal around at Disneyland Resort after her family reportedly took her on the ride against her will. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would imagine it's something along the lines of, hey, let's go on this roller coaster. No, no, it's fine. You'll love it. And then they get in the swing thing and she's terrified. She's freaking out. Then security's called to deal with her and she gets off the ride and that's it. Hostage situation. That's no, what's th- a
1: hostage situation.
0: God, man.
1: I feel like a hostage. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a hot dog.
0: <laughs> this one was sent to me by a listener uh, called the Willie. He actually uh, DM would me, he slid into my DMs with this one. He's Just a, a picture slid of into it. Your DM's? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hundreds evacuate Disney Resort in terror at 3 a.m. Oh, God. Hundred evacuate Disney Resort. I don't know why I insist on repeating these because they're so like, I feel like you need to go through them two or three times to try to digest the you someone- know, mental gymnastics. Like, what are these people trying to do? It's like solving. It's like a, you know what these headlines should be? They should be in the friggin' New York Times uh, app as one of the games you can play as one of like the brain teasers. Like, what is this? What did they do? What actually
1: happened? Was there terror? Where would it have been? I'm assuming someone pulled the fire alarm.
0: There was a fire alarm at the pop century hotel in Walt Disney world. It went off for 15 minutes before being turned off. (laughs) And there's footage. Would you like to see the terror, the abject terror and horror that was um, being perpetrated on the guests of the pop century? I'm sure it's
1: terror. They're just like, oh, where do you want us to go? Here, here, here it is.
0: There's two people standing and the camera pans over. Oh, There's God. four people standing. There's two people walking away. And everyone is just very casually walking. Everyone's outside. The, the, the alarm is very uh, obnoxious, uh, yeah, as yeah. it should be, right? That's what alarms are meant to do. But that was, that was it. There was no terror. There's nobody uh, fleeing. There's no, I mean, there's evacuation because you have to, but by all accounts of of whoever was there, it was normal. It was fine. People were, you know, rightfully irritated and, but it was a false alarm. And that was, that was it. That was it. But
1: that's the thing in the course of all of our lives, we've all had, like, I've been in a hotel, not at Disney, but I've been in a hotel that in the middle of the night you wake up and it's like, oh, we have to call outside. Yeah. It's happened. It happens in the apartment building I live in. Like sometimes that happens. You're used to it. It's the Pop Century is a three story building. No one's getting stuck in there. (laughs) You can just walk out in terror. And they link this friggin' um
0: um video in their article. So in in quite frankly quite frequently yeah, what inside the magical do is refute their own headlines within their article because they're they're, they're they just yeah you're right. I mean they just ultimately don't really care. Um, so that one was a good one. Bless Willie for for giving me that one. But here's one that's sort of making the rounds and every once in a while, like a, a bad AI, one of these articles escapes into the wild.
1: <laughs> um, oh, I know what you're talking about because this did get around, get out there. It's around, baby. It is a around. And I got so excited.
0: <laughs> Inside the magic, Snow White star Rachel Zegler dropped from film. Will be recast. And then, of course, Disney Dining, who is the sister company in, of Inside the Magic, they're owned by the same people. They are reported on by the same people. Disney Dining says Snow White star axed from movie after
1: backlash. <laughs> That's a real. How did did they sort of work food into that article somehow? <laughs> <laughs> Your <laughs> yeah. Disney dining. Yeah, I know,
0: right? Disney dining. We report on Disney dining and stars getting axed from movies
1: after woke backlash, cancel culture. But it doesn't even make sense. The movie's coming out in 6 months. Like they're right. not reshooting it. it takes you, well, That's the thing is like you no no one would believe that. It's so stupid. There's no possibility that that is getting recast like how how could you ever think that um right well i think what they're doing
0: and see here's the here's the other side of inside the magic is they're really smart about it because what they're doing is they're playing on the fact that she's making the rounds there's a bunch of um you know a bunch of kerfuffle about her in the media then they go oh well let's just pretend that she's going to be fired from this movie let's write it in a certain way. So people will click on it because just like you said, well, how are they going to do that? Why would they do that? It's coming out in six months. What are they going to reshoot it? Well now, so you've already asked questions and this article staring you in the face going, I can potentially solve all of your problems. I could potentially answer these questions for you. And even though you know in your heart that it is all bullshit,
1: you you click on it anyway. And then you find out that it's just not true. Solve all my problems. So me, when I'm reading, a, when I'm that close to reading a Disney dining article, here's my problem. <laughs> my problem is that I've been on the crapper too long. I have to put the phone down and get out of the bathroom. That's my <laughs> problem at that moment. Okay. I'm, I'm never reading these articles unless that's, that's where all of this reading gets done. So right. that's my problem at that moment in time.
0: <laughs> okay. So you want to know what's going on? Yeah. Tell me, uh, Rachel Zegler was dropped. The, the movie she was dropped from, she was dropped from a movie. But it was not Snow White as implied by the headlines. It was Paddington 3. (laughs) The trequel, I guess they call it now, to the Paddington live action movie. And she was dropped because of the SAG-AFTRA strike. She was on strike and they just recast her anyways. I don't think they even shot anything. And so they just moved on without her. And many people online were rightly assuming that this was referencing her being dropped from Snow White. Because it's in the title, right? Snow White... Dropped from film. It's in the in the same sentence. You don't change. You don't change the subject of what you're talking about. There's not another noun. <laughs> you know what I mean. In there, there's not right. another movie referenced. And uh, so everyone thought, well, because of the the PR faux pas that we covered, you know, before, uh, she's being dropped because Disney didn't like it or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's just Paddington three. Paddington the Bear three is being. Uh, she will not be in that movie. Um, that was that was. that was it
1: that's all who cares
0: yeah right um and then you have this from inside the magic You have another one snow white live action oh wait excuse me uh disney officially fires rachel zegler from snow white live action report claims the report is them like they're they they have no there's nothing there's no report so snow, uh, so snow. Jeez, um, Snopes, who can probably make a living reporting on inside the magic content, released a, a an article about this, and their rating on this is unfounded. And and here's here's the background of it. On September 25th, the Disney fan blog site known as Inside the Magic published an article with the headline: Disney officially fires Rachel Zegler from Snow White live action report claims. The live action film, Snow White, is slated for a theatrical release on March 22nd, 2004. As for the headline from Inside the Magic, 12 paragraphs into the article, (laughs) the story simply. (laughs) I love that Snopes is just going like, eventually we got there. Um, The story simply cites a lone TikTok user's video as it's evidence for the alleged firing. This is the report. It's a TikTok video. Yeah. Four paragraphs later, the author of the article wrote that, quote, there is no source stated for this information in the video, so it is still a reported statement and not fully confirmed.
1: Yeah, it's not even partially confirmed. It's nothing. Right. It's a TikTok.
0: In other words, while it's entirely possible that Ziegler or another actor in the upcoming live-action Snow White film could be replaced in the future, we have yet to find any demonstrable evidence to support this rumor. We reached out to Disney to ask about Zegler's role role in Snow White, and we'll update this article, blah, blah, blah. The TikTok video cited by Inside the Magic has been viewed more than 2.4 million times. The clip came from a user whose bio showed no signs of being an entertainment journalist, a gossip columnist, or anything else that might lend credibility to the statements being made. The context of why Zegler would purportedly be removed from Snow White was this. In the recent months, she's drawn some backlash, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they just give a bunch of context. So I don't know, man. I I find that I, I just found that very funny that Snopes is like, okay, let's just step in here and let's insult the stupid website a few times and then let's get to the bottom yeah. of it, which was a TikTok. And even yeah. in the article, Inside the Magic says, oh, it's not really fully confirmed. Well yeah, because it's it's just like the story about the kidnapping. One person you don't even bother following up with that person to see. And then, you know, they said it when in, in their response to me, uh, they're like, they didn't even reach. out, They don't even know the context. They don't even know what happened. They didn't even
1: reach out. Yeah, they're just scanning.
0: Yeah. So that's what's going on in clickbait
1: news this week. Jer. Okay. Yeah. Great. Isn't it though? Isn't it just? Guests will have to wait on this spectacular that's late for its opening date. <laughs> That's the rarely attempted triple rhyme. Whoa. Though, so, you know. Well, Jason, uh, we discussed here in our recap of Destination D in our last episode that Disney has finally announced a name and an opening date for the new nighttime spectacular coming to Epcot at Walt Disney World. The new show, Luminous, the Symphony of Us, will debut on December 5th. But this announcement kind of left some people a little surprised and scratching their heads with that opening date, because well, those of us who have uh, been watching the slow construction I- I weren't surprised that the date was <laughs> pushed out a little bit, because it's like, well, those they're still drilling these pylons in, like they're not going to suddenly start. Sh- Usually, you get a few nights of like yeah. testing, and then the videos of the testing from people staying at the boardwalk. So I'm like, this thing's not happening anytime soon. Then they just they announced that it's going to be on December 5th. But we, people, some people were surprised because back a year ago, when Disney mercifully announced the end of the much maligned Harmonious, they indicated a new show would debut at Epcot as part of the Disney 100 celebrations. Well, those started last week on the 22nd. So <laughs> um, clearly no show is there because the interim show Epcot Forever is still running. So why isn't Luminous opening until December 5th? Why isn't it opening with the Disney 100 celebrations? Well, WDW News Today is reporting a rumor this week that was corroborated by uh, at Sir Braden of Mickey Views that cites sources close to the project indicating that the primary delay is coming from the music soundtrack to the show. Interesting. That's interesting. According to these sources, Disney execs were unhappy with the score by show composer Pinar Toprak, um, who also worked with Disney on Harmonious. So um, <laughs> I feel like he had like a like a two nighttime spectacular deal,
0: you know, like a <laughs> like a two record deal. But it's, all right, we did the Harmonious. Let's see. What, what else do you got? Tim Pack or whatever his name was. I
1: think it actually might be a lady but I, I actually I'm not 100% sure but I kind of remember see, maybe seeing this yeah. person when they well, announced
0: I apologize for misgendering
1: them e, well and sources have indicated that 70% of the show is being redone. Oh. So I don't know when if you have a a composer who writes a show called Harmonious that everyone hates and you have to get rid of maybe don't have them write the next one too. <laughs>
0: I, want, you know, I wonder if these these brainlets in Imagineering are like, oh, people didn't like Harmonious because of the barges. I wonder if they blame it on the barges. Like, and that's it. Everything else was fine, but we should get rid of the barges. Everything's fine. Like, they don't know because I feel like they can't really see the forest for the trees, but in the reverse, you know what I mean?
1: The well, it's hard forest. to admit that. Yeah, it's hard to admit that your painting sucks. It's easier just to say <laughs> the frame and the canvas are terrible. Yeah, the line was atrocious. Painter. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, it's not your painting that sucks. It's just that stupid frame and canvas you have. Yeah. Well, at Sir Brayden weighed in on Twitter saying the execs have ordered the redoing of almost the entire score at huge expense. He continued, usually when execs don't like a score, it happens at the point when... They haven't sent it to a full orchestra to be recorded. Usually they do a, like a digital computerized demo. That's, okay. So you play it for the exact. It's like, you like this? This is a gist. And if they have major changes, they can change it. The difference here is they already paid to have an orchestra record the score. It was done. So redoing it now means that they will pay what normally costs to record two fireworks shows. Because... They already had it done once, and now they have to rewrite it and send it back to the orchestra to uh, to record again. These real life symphony recording sessions are not cheap; they cost hundreds of thousands of dollars just for one or two takes. Sure, according to Mickey Views, this puts the musical budget for Luminous alone, just the musical budget, in excess of one point five million. <laughs> That's completely outside of the cost of designing and building. New infrastructure, which they've also done, and that's on top of the huge investment that, in Harmonious that they just grabbed because it was so bad by the same person. You know, I fully
0: expect Disney to just, when this thing opens, just to come out and be like, "Okay, it, there's a fee to watch this because it's the story of us. We're in it together. So if we need to shoulder this burden, you need to shoulder this burden. You need to help us yeah. pay for this. It's us. We're together.
1: It's our story. Symphony. You're in it." You're in it. Gotta help it. Maybe it means this. Maybe Disney is meaning them. Maybe it's the story of them. Like how <laughs> yeah, like chaotic it is. It sucks. We're a disaster. <laughs> we can't seem to do anything. I yeah. do think it's kind of good that they are at least not saying, well, whatever, who cares to show it? Like at least they're like, wait a minute. But I also don't trust Disney's judgment and what a, makes a good show anymore. So I don't know like these execs. I mean, it was JPEG who said Harmonious should be a Disney concert. Well, it sucked. So I don't, know, I don't know that I necessarily trust them. I mean, we had an amazing show over at Animal Kingdom called Rivers of Light. It was no IP. It was all a, a whole original score. And then the exec said, no, let's crowbar Lion King and stuff into it. So then they changed the show. Then it totally dropped in popularity. And then they just got rid of the show. So heaven forbid
0: they change it. You know, like like here he, he, with that, you go, if you're going to change something that's popular, if you're going to crowbar IP into it, you say it's a limited time and you add it in. That way you can take it out and put it back together the way it was. And that's right. how you solve that. When you're saying that they played it for the execs and the execs are like, eh, what is this? I had that same thought too. What do they know? I mean, I they know don't. that everybody worked in the parks and they've all done the thing and whatever. But at this point now, their brains are so focused on on the entirety of their department rather than... Is this good or not? I would just leave it up to the friggin' Imagineers. Who's in charge of the project? Is, is the music good? Yeah. Cool. Let me hear it. Eh, it's not really my thing, but if you think it's good and it'll go with it, I go. It's your thing. I would never presume to be like, well, the
1: music is not really. Well, the problem is you can't trust anyone. The Imagineers aren't coming up with anything good. Well, yeah. they, didn't, they don't know how to do anything. They suck. And then the executives <laughs> are the ones, they greenlit, knocking down half of the center of the park, building Moana, which looks just like Animal Kingdom. It's, 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 it's water fountains I've heard nothing from anyone who matters I've not heard anything good <laughs> look, what the, look what they've done Look what they've done to the park Yeah. Now I'm going to trust the executives who greenlit That hot mess I don't trust them And then I see what Imagineering's pumping out It's complete garbage So I don't know that I trust anybody in this situation I just get to hate everybody Now this trope Rack Is also responsible for The new Epcot Anthem that has accompanied the renovations And updates the park has received And it's awful also um, <laughs> <would> you, <laughs> it's, not, it's actually not that bad It's just a little boring uh, Would you like to hear it? I would love to actually Aim with music as I am often uh, Likely to do Number one
0: Okay. I like it. I like it. It's very, it's very um, sort of filler. It it feels like it's leading somewhere. It feels like it's, uh, we're going on an adventure. We're going musically to another, like a a build or maybe a beat drop or something like that. It's okay. It's not awesome, but it's like if you took pieces of uh, Moana and Pandora and ran them together,
1: that's the sound that you would get. Yeah, if you take boring and mix it with stank and uninspired, <laughs> you get, you get that. Show. Yeah. So I would like to. You just heard that that oh, because mm-hmm. there there are elements of that inharmonious. That's actually kind of how harmonious started, and you knew you were in trouble. <laughs> like here's their big fireworks show, and it starts with that yowling. Well, it's, I I wonder if it's a callback to Frozen, because they do a uh, lot of yowling in Frozen. There's a lot of yowling. Yeah. Well, if you want to know what Epcot used to sound like, let's listen to number two. This is the theme that w- we had previous to that. I mean, it's much more engaging. That's for sure. It makes me excited. It doesn't put me to sleep. It's not, it's not a trance. Here's the. It el- makes me here- want to go to a, a theme park. The- Here's the other one again. So where is this played? They play it during the light show. Okay. But it like they wove okay. it into harmonious.
0: Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm
1: okay with it, I
0: guess. It doesn't have to be the same, but uh, I don't have as big of an attachment. I don't think do. it's
1: terrible, it just feels yeah. like It just feels generic It feels like everything else they do yeah. Just Totally not unique Totally without inspiration, it doesn't excite me I'm not like, let's get into this park
0: hmm.
1: It's like, nah So the, then the, I, I had you play Legacy, which was the theme of the park From probably around 2003 I want to say, I think maybe Right after the Millennium Celebration We got that, but then Let's hear the original theme to Epcot, we've just begun to dream. This was uh, the first 20, 20 or so years of the park. Number uh, three.
0: And now, NBC Nightly News, with your <laughs> anchor, Kirk's Tankfield. Rachel Zegler on weather. (laughs) That's very dated, man. Come on. And here's your host, Mickey Rooney.
1: good it is good so but good. it's
0: very time capsule it's very old it's very old
1: i just i just don't i get it like it's old but like they updated it once and like when they updated it in 2003 legacy yeah it was a great song but why is it just this watered down boring it's, crap it's dead it, it go it, away it, it started Fred, here go away
0: it started here and then with legacy it came up a few notches it's still yeah. on the same. Uh, same vibe, the same thread, but it's a little bit more updated and a little bit more uh, progressive, I guess. I don't know. Classical, whatever. The, no, those things don't mean the same thing. And then the new one came and it's, you're, you're down levels now. You're like below the intensity and the, I don't know, uh, imagination, I guess, stank of the, of the other two. It, it is, it is odd. I don't mind it, but compared to the other ones, it's not as exciting, it's okay.
1: Yeah. And this top rack. Practice- I want them to go away because first you ruin the anthem. Then you, you ruin harmonious. And now you're going to put your stink on luminous too. Like, just go. <laughs> can you just go, just stop, stop ruining this park with your terrible music. Toe more like no prack. Well, people are weighing in at Frank makes stuff. Tweeted quick. What someone get Gavin Greenaway and Don Dorsey on the phone. Like, <laughs> I hearted. I liked it. Which I, because I agree with it. Triple Z 87 says, is a new composer joining the project? Sorry, Triple Z. No. And at J Radical, who's always good for an interesting tweet and a like of my tweet, says, I'm honestly not surprised. Harmonious had the most boring toast Disney score ever, and Pinar's Epcot anthem is boring as well. I don't understand why they don't go and get older collaborators to do said music like Bruce Broughton or Paul Leonard Morgan. So. I agree with you, Radical. I agree with you, Triple Z and Frank. How about that? <laughs> I love so it. So that's what's happening. They've delayed it. They're, they're allegedly fixing it. Here's the thing. I know I'm so negative, but I actually, my it is my sincerest hope that it will be good. I want to like it. I yeah. want to go there and want to stay for the fireworks. That's but the for the thing. past four years, I've decided that it's more pleasing to me To skip the traffic and get home to my porch to to have a martini, then stay in that park and watch these horrible shows. It's all—they're awful. That is the thing that we we do complain a lot on
0: this show, specifically. um, But it is out of just an abundance of frustration because things used to be good. We know that Disney can do good things. Yeah. we well, are not looking at it with rose-colored glasses like a lot of people do. Just because it has Disney on it doesn't mean it's good. It's just, it's just a fact. So there, I agree with you. Okay. That's my story. Delays. Okay, perfect. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. I have a couple news stories to get through. Um, some restaurant rankings to talk about. I thought that might be fun. So hang on, everybody. It's Ears Up In Depth, and we'll be right back. in-depth reporting disney news that's probably not made up all right welcome back everybody thanks for sticking around okay i have a couple things um but you have another story so let's uh i'll do this is a funny one uh knott's berry farm makes fun of disneyland's phantasmic fire during their halloween show this season Video captured by theme park blog Mouse Info shows a prop dragon head on fire during the show The Hanging, uncanceled. The skit is a reference to the Maleficent prop dragon catching fire during a performance of Disneyland's Fantasmic in April, which I guess now that is just canceled for a while longer, I think. During the performance, one actor asks the crowd if they got the prop from Anaheim, and they later mention Disneyland by name. The show also poked fun at World of Color, which occurs at Disneyland California Adventure Park. Performances of Phantasmic were abruptly halted after a fire destroyed the Maleficent dragon prop during the show's finale, and then uh, previously canceled. Uh, previously scheduled performances were taken off uh, shortly thereafter. It's expected to make a return in spring two thousand twenty-four. Uh, so that was it. Just oh. a real fast, like uh, Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, you know, kind of trolling a little bit, doing a little bit of what Universal does. Trolls
1: well, they're coming Disney back. back. They, when, when that happened, they took, yeah. from what I understand, they took the pyrotechnics out of World of Color, mm. um, I think, to make sure everything was sort of safe. And now I, I saw recently that the pyrotechnic um, effects in World of Color have now returned. So they seem to have sorted that out. Oh, well, that's good. But I don't think it's the traditional version of World of Color. I think they're showing some other World a World of Color 1. Yes, 1. They, they changed it. It's yeah. 1. It's us. Do you it's, think Pinar Toprak have anything to do with that thing? I hope so. That's I sure. haven't seen it. Everything's 1. World of Color 1. Luminous. The story of a uh, Spaceship Earth. Our shared story. Shut up. Get this off my shoulders. I don't want to be the story. I want to go watch something. It's not me.
0: They are kind of leaning into these. Uh, I don't to say esoteric, but they're kind of leaning into these, like um, these story devices of drawing the crowd in, where yeah, ma- like you said, make a part in. of the story. Right, instead of just making something entirely, you know, uh, roll of color. Watch things go boom. Perfect. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, yeah. Roll of color. Um. Let's throw stuff at each
1: other. Something. I don't know. Something fun. Yeah. Anyway. If it's the cost of your Disney World trip you've been trying to shave, here are some new ways Disney's helping you to save. Oh, here we go, baby. Positivity coming in. Dripping through. (sighs) This first one is for Florida residents. So our listeners from Florida should pay close attention. In early 2024, Florida residents can save up to 30% off on most stays, Sunday through Thursday nights, from... Uh, January 1st through February 22nd, and most nights, February 25th through March 24th. It's pretty good. And if you'll be there on Friday or a Saturday, you can save up to 20% on resorts those nights because those are a bit more popular. So we're not giving out as much discount. Disney says the number of rooms allocated for this offer is limited, so you'll want to book soon to take advantage. Also, the following are not part of this offer three-bedroom villas, tower studios at Disney's Riviera Resort, cabins at Copper Creek, bungalows at the Polynesian, or the campsites at Fort Wilderness, and you'll need proof of your Florida residency at check-in. So um, you can save a bit of money if you are a Florida resident. But it's not only Florida residents who can save. Disney Visa card holders have access to their own offers. you are a Disney Visa card holder like me, you are eligible for up to 35% off hotel stays on select nights between January 9th and March 24th of 2024. Is that just for uh, Disney World or this is Disney World? Okay. For example, a non-discounted standard view room at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort for a 4-night stay in January would normally cost you $244.25 per night plus tax, but with the Disney Visa discount you will save just short of $70 per night, bringing the rate down to $175.70 plus tax. That's not bad, dude. Good for a moderate resort. At Disney, Disney. we're a Disney thing too. Yeah, man. Yes. And Coronado Springs is a pretty nice resort. Uh, the Disney card holder must be staying in the room and the card must be used to pay the deposit at the time of booking. Those are your caveats. So, card holders go nuts, but that's not all. Oh, if you are a Disney Plus subscriber, which I am not, you can save also. Currently, those with the Disney Plus subscription can save 35% on Disney hotel rooms on select nights. What? Coming up right away between October 22nd and November 2nd, as well as November 26th through December 25th. That's surprising all the way up to Christmas. That's a pretty busy week. Most Disney World hotels are included in this, but a Savannah View room at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge is the whopper here. You can save $300 per night, (laughs) taking the cost of a four-night stay down to $524.55 per night plus tax, down from $807 per night plus tax. So there's quite a savings there. Jeez, That's cool. My last, yeah, so, I mean, get booking people If you you follow, I mean, every, everybody but me, I think, is a Disney Plus subscriber So I don't know why <laughs> you guys aren't on the phone uh, Yeah, on we
0: the- are, but not for much longer, I'll tell you that Oh, is that so? Yeah, well,
1: they're raising the prices, man And I, we don't watch it enough, it's not worth it Yeah You can't charge more and give less, didn't they learn that no. at Disney World? That's why they have all these discounts Apparently not Uh, And the last one is open to everyone. Hey, here we go. As long as you're willing to book early. If you book by December 15th, you can save up to 30% on stays most nights, February 25th through March 24th. They must think that early March is going to be a tough time. Um, (laughs) Everything's eligible then. And save up to 25% on stays most Sunday to Thursday nights, January 9th through February 22nd. But by the way... If you don't book by December 15th and you wait until the 16th, you can still get savings, just less of a savings. So instead of 25, they'll go to 20. So it drops. So basically, anyone can get a discount if you just call them. If you believe. (laughs) If you book. (laughs) Which leads me to my uh, thesis, my hypothesis. Here we go. What's the story? Right. Why is everything thirty, you know, 20 to 30 off for basically all of January and February and March? That's a really busy time in Florida. Yeah. Because I mean, most snowbirds go to Florida after Christmas or for Christmas and stay during the coldest time of the year, which is through the middle to end of March. So the golf courses are packed. Everything's packed. It's high season. Why is Disney throwing why is Disney giving 30% discounts? There's problems, I'm telling you they've got problems because they know what their forward bookings look like. And if they're if they were good, they wouldn't be offering discounts left and right, right like this. And by the way, they're disguising they make it seem like it's not to everybody. These are limited, but essentially if you have Disney Plus or a Disney Visa or a Florida resident or are just a person willing to book <laughs> uh, before right. or after December 15th yes, you will get some sort of discount, so that's everyone in the world right and if you have so, all those, you get in free I think that's what needs yeah to happen. so I, I
0: i you know what just looking at the stock I mean it's been flirting 79 80 bucks for what the past couple of days so I wonder if it's just a, a a stock bump where if you you know you start booking then they start getting positive cash flow and not that they're negative, but you know what I mean they get more I, I don't know how it works man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They I can report more numbers. Happening. They can see, you look on the calendar, things are more sold out. There's more demand. Yeah, I, I I couldn't tell you. It's very interesting though, you know, because they are all about raising prices and trying to just reach into your wallet and print the money that you have in your bank. That's all they're trying what? to do constantly. And then they give
1: you out these discounts. It seems it weird. Just It's surprising to me because it should be One of their busy, it should be a very busy time of year for them. The first week of January usually is quiet. Although even that has been proven wrong the last few years. January has been crazy because you've also got at the end of the first week of January is marathon weekend. And everyone goes to that. Okay. But think of all the things that happened during this time period. Martin Luther King, President's Day, midwinter school breaks. And then also just what I said about the weather and the snowbirds. Florida gets packed. I don't know what's going on other than. Bad business. <laughs> Charging more and giving less. Now they're having to charge less. And they're doing it in the form of hotels. And they're still giving less. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know who won't give
0: you less things is our friend Sully at the 21st Amendment. Because summer is here. It's actually wind. Actually, no, it's fall. It's actually fall, everybody. Pretend I just said that. And you can probably still find some great, fantastic beers out there. Hell or high watermelon wheat. Or you have the Hellerheim Mango. That's always an excellent one. Either way, they're both brewed uh, with an American wheat beer base. And you have real watermelon juice or real mango creating a refreshing, fruity, and quenching beer wherever you are, whatever temperature it is out there. It's weird. You know, We've, uh, we've it's been like high 70s, mid-high 70s around here, but it's still like warm-ish. Uh, it's very weird weather right now. Uh, but these beers... Help us through the, the the summer and then easing into fall. Because in California, you really just kind of ease into the seasons. You know what I mean? And if sure. you're out here at all in the California Bay Area, be sure and stop in at the 21st Amendment's San Francisco Brew Pub at five six three Second Street, just two blocks from where baseball is played. And also be sure and visit their brewery tap room just across the bay in San Leandro with an outdoor beer garden. All right, Jeremy, you ready for the 10 worst Disney World restaurants according to Yelp?
1: Oh, worst? you know, the 10 worst. I don't know. This is an interesting thing because people always are talking about the food at Disney and like, yes. what's a good place, what's a bad place. And right. to me, all the food is the same. Interesting. It, it, okay. There's no good, there's no bad. It's just food. Yeah. I, I tell you, we didn't really do like high dining when we
0: were there, but I don't remember. I, I remember the absolute awful food, but I don't remember the food being good at all. It was just sort of. It existed. Um, I couldn't tell it, you, you know, yeah, the 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 bad meal stuck out to me. Yeah, it was just, it was weird where, you know, here, at, at least in Disneyland, we have a lot of, a lot of places you can go get really good, you know, you know, bites and
1: sips as they say. But apparently you I'll guys have, have. I think it's the same there. It's oh, really? It's theme okay. park food.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, it is theme park food, but I think that's why like over here, at least it's, uh, there's a lot of, you know, strong flavors, right? You have got the popcorn, but all the different flavors or you have the micheladas or you have the you know i don't know whatever
1: um apparently you have over 200 restaurants to choose from in disney world sure and some of it uses the food grown in living with the land at epcot an (laughs) original attraction that's amazing
0: yeah grandpa we know let's get you back to bed okay so first of all what surprised me about this article is that people still use yelp
1: (laughs) i use yelp you do yeah if i want to see how good a restaurant is oh i don't do that well, you don't go to restaurants either. It's it's I suppose you don't have a real reason to do this.
0: <laughs> I don't lay in my bed and look at where I would go if I could. Um, right. Number one, nine. I'm i I'm interested to know if you've been to these and what you think. Nine Dragons Restaurant. Okay. Yes, I've been there. Um, apparently, it's average Chinese food. Four, 451 reviewers on Yelp rated it 3.4 stars out of five. One reviewer mentions, quote, nine dragons isn't particularly bad. But because there are so many culinary options to try out, you are doing yourself a
1: disservice if you eat here. Please try any other place in Epcot. I would say it is. I mean, I kind of agree with that because it's just Chinese food. You right. can get and you can like it's, it's a, not like it's better than China Panda down the street. It's just Chinese food. I mean, it's a it's maybe a tick above, but they rush you Um you know, you're oh, not sure. having a nice Chinese sit down Chinese. I, I like it to go to a nice Chinese restaurant, and sit down and have a meal. Um, it's, it's sort of a novelty because I, I feel like sp- so many people associate with Chinese food with just like takeaway. Um, yes. And you, so you sort of expect that here, but you basically are getting average not Chinese that. food rushed.
0: Well, yeah, like it, it blew my mind the the day that I realized that the Chinese food that I grew up eating that we're talking about here is Americanized versions of like Sichuan food. That like Chinese people actually eat. It's kind of weird to me. I never really realized that. And then now it's like, oh, okay, this is really, everything has a sauce and everything is just, it's just different. Number two, Sasagula Floatworks and Food Factory. That's 128 reviewers gave it a 3.4 out of five. One reviewer notes, typical resort food court options. Some favorites throughout our stay were the gumbo, burgers, and pizza. I, look, I have a hard, fast rule. Is this that no pizza? I don't know. Um, no pizza at a at a buffet. You just don't do it. You're never gonna do it. The jambalaya seemed like it was straight from a Zatarin's box with a few pieces of meat. Not so good. I got news for you. At any restaurant on a big resort like this, you are getting box food. It probably is Zatarain's box. You know, whatever U.S. food is delivering, you'd be surprised. Maybe you wouldn't how much food is at these quick service places is made from a box. That's being delivered from, from a truck, from a company. It's not just made. They're not in the back making
1: jambalaya from scratch. <laughs> not happening. Uh, anyway, there you go. Um, By the way, I have to interrupt you. And Brian in the chat says he's literally been using Yelp during the show.
0: <laughs> of course he has. Is.
1: <laughs> yeah, is he reviewing the show? Are we on Yelp? I hope so, man. I hope we get two stars on Yelp.
0: Number three, Maria and Enzo's Ristorante. Um I have not eaten there. Okay. That's another 3.4 out of five. One reviewer says the place itself is beautiful, but the food is not very good. It is extremely expensive and not worth the time. The server was pretty good, getting us what we needed constantly. Well, yeah, that's what servers do,
1: dog. Pizza Fari. Yes, you I've eaten there. Okay. Would you recommend it? It's just it's just pizza. <laughs> it's it's average pizza at Animal Kingdom. It's not it's take it's quick service takeaway pizza. Like you're not in Little Italy.
0: <laughs> 3.4 stars out of five. The food is not good, as good as it looks. Cheese is loose on the pizza. <laughs> I don't know why that comment really makes me laugh, but it just the incomplete sentence. Why? And the, why would you even review these places? That this is what I'm saying. Who would go on Yelp and go Pizza Fari? Cheese is loose on the pizza. <laughs> Sounds like a code word for something, man. The kid's right. menu is perfect for a toddler. Nobody older. And sir. And Sorry, you're not... You, whatever. Uh, and seating is hard to get. Hope you see this as That's a warning true. to what might come if you step through those doors. That's a
1: threat, sir. You're threatening me, and I don't appreciate it. Well, here's the other <laughs> thing. When I am looking for something to eat in a theme park, yeah, I would... I use Yelp if I'm booking something like a work dinner and like it's up yes. to me to pick the restaurant. Yes. Or like I'm in a new city. Yes. But like if I'm going to grab a slice at Pizza Safari, <laughs> I'm not checking Yelp. I'm willing to risk it. I'm willing to risk it not being good. That I, so I don't have to look at my phone even more. That's exactly
0: parts. what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> uh, okay.
0: <clears throat> Number five, Backlot Express. Been there? Uh, No, I don't know what that is. Well, it's not a restaurant, I'll tell you that. Uh, One uh, review says 3.4 out of 5. So uh, noticing a trend here. One reviewer says, Backlot Express pretty accurately encapsulates what I picture when I think of theme park fast food. Menu is pretty basic. Think fries, chicken tenders, and burgers. First of all, don't ever tell me what to think. I have eaten here. The restaurant is huge and can clearly handle large volumes of guests during the busy season. Like, okay, this is still this person's review. I had a bit of time. This is why, this is why review sites will forever be worthless to me. It's because you get stuff like this. You get filler, like someone's writing a, a write up for the LA friggin' Times. I had a bit of time to kill between lightning lane reservations. So I stopped in here for a quick lunch. I got the kids' chicken tenders meal, which came with fries. I added on a side of cheese sauce, which elevated my meal. Liquid gold. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I
1: just. Vomitization, man. And then it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. And also, this isn't a review. A review shouldn't be about your schedule. Correct. This should be about what they served and how it tasted. I don't Correct. care that you had two lightning lanes. <laughs> yeah. And it was pretty stuffy inside the restaurant. I don't know, man. It's um, like open air. What are they talking
0: about? Number six, Restaurantosaurus. Can I just tell you,
1: none of these are restaurants. What are they? Like I thought you were. Well, I mean, Maria and Enzo's is a restaurant in Nine Dragons, but all, right. all of these things that you've been listening lately are all like quick service. Like you go up to a counter and then you bring a tray back to a picnic table. Like that's what <laughs> these are. <laughs> these aren't like I love it. You're not like where's like the Brown Derby or you know Beer Garden. Well, these are chefs de France. These, these are aren't. the worst re-
0: reviewed. So, oh, okay. you know, there's that. Um, And I will say on the Backlot Express, underneath it, on the logo, it says restaurant right underneath it. So I don't know what you're saying. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong place. Um, Have you been to Restaurant Tessaurus?
1: No. Oh, I think I have, but it's just hot dogs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This person, these people, 109 people felt it uh, necessary to review it. Give it 3.4 out of 5. One reviewer (laughs) mentions, quote, dined here with my fam of six. First of all, that's too many people. You shouldn't have six people in your family. That's too much. Uh, during last Disney Animal Kingdom visit during COVID. Okay. Classic diner food. Sandwiches, salads, hot dogs, burgers, desserts, et cetera. It's quick service where food was ordered via an app. Well, yeah, but that's you know, COVID restriction stuff. That sounds like variety comes at the expense of quality. Not terrible, but not great. <laughs> I don't know. Just a ju- when you're justifying the cost in your review, you have too much time on your hands. You know? Whatever. Uh, Fairfax Fair.
1: Yeah, this is another quick quick service. That is over in um, Hollywood Studios.
0: There's a there's a picture of it. Yeah, there's no table. It's literally people queued up, and it's there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, seventy three people, three point four out of five. One reviewer noted, sounded like a fun food concept, and opted for the soba noodles, and added the plant based chicken for starters. I received three tiny pieces of chicken that I could have eaten in one bite. When i bit into the noodles they were disgustingly sweet and oversauced i tried mixing it thinking all the sauce was at the bottom but when i tilted the bowl it looked like i poured out half a bottle of sauce i'm really disappointed and don't recommend this place at all
1: yeah don't order soba noodles <laughs> from a takeaway stand in hollywood studio also what are you don't, doing?
0: don't eat 3 pieces of chicken in one bite chew your food homie il molino
1: Okay, so that's, this is interesting. Um, I've eaten at Il Molino many times. Il Molino is actually a New York restaurant that opened a location in the Walt Disney World Swan. And Il Molino in New York and in Orlando is terrible.
0: (laughs) It's the worst pasta. Um, 3.5 out of, or 3.3 out of five, excuse me, we're getting worse. 458 reviews. One reviewer said, this place was just okay. My wife's pasta dish was cold. The Branzino I ordered was cooked well, but was dripping in oil. Way too much oil. It ruined the dish. I don't
1: know. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. The bread basket was good. I will tell you that um, Il Molino is a good place to go for a drink. And if you want to have like small apps in the bar, great place for that. But don't get any like, like don't get their spaghetti and meatballs or anything like that. Like it's not good. Uh, Number nine, Hollywood and Vine. You've been there? Yes. Uh, That's more of a quick service. That's
0: from the 3.3. One reviewer summed it up when they said, "Quote: Overpriced food branded as a character dining experience. Fifty-five dollars plus tax and tip for adults, and there's no buffet, so you have to select from pre-selected options." I made the mistake of ordering the beef tenderloin, which comes with mashed potatoes and green bean. The beef was flavorless, chewy, and tasted like a pure cow flavor. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but beef is comes from a cow. You don't want yeah. it. What do you want it to taste like? Friggin' carrots? Yeah, that makes that's a weird comment. Yeah, This haddock tastes like fish. Get it out of here. The salad appetizer was flavorless.
1: Plus lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and number 10. This lettuce tastes exactly like lettuce, and I'm so annoyed. Yeah. Number 10. Give me the you know. Lotus Blossom Cafe. Lotus Blossom Cafe. Yeah, it looks like Where a, a quick that? service,
0: like you walk up.
1: There's that's no, the, oh, yeah. that's the that's nine dragons. It's the side of nine dragons.
0: Okay, there you go. 3.3. <laughs> oh,
1: no. That might be the kiosk across. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, it's right. all the same stuff.
0: One of you said, I'm happy that I got the opportunity to try this hole in the wall at Epcot. I've got to say, dot, dot, dot. This place isn't so bad. I got the chicken gyoza, ginger caramel ice cream, and lychee ice cream. So you got a fried food and two ice creams. <laughs> it's the most Florida. Oh God! Um, the line was crazy long, but the gyoza was good. But the ice creams weren't my favorite. The menu was moderately priced at like fifteen dollars for basically everything. But the portions looked in whatever.
1: Um, actually, the gyoza there are very good, and the sauce is very good. I I actually oh. like that. Um, it's good if you have a hangover, <laughs> which I often do. I'm either making a hangover or suffering from one when I'm at Epcot, one or the other. There you go.
0: That's all I got, Jer. That's the news for today. They're not going to do the 10 best. No, that's I didn't have 10 best. I just had 10 worst. Mm. So, what are you going to do, man? Okay, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe next I, time.
1: It is kind of fun to talk about the worst restaurants at disney world that aren't restaurants il molino is a proper restaurant <laughs> yeah.
0: two um, of the yeah the two or three of those weren't it's also nice to talk about the 10 worst things that we didn't even uh like come up with it's not a list yeah. that we made you know what i mean so now no one can get mad at us right now we're actually channeling other people's negativity yeah.
1: into our own
0: i thought it, but you know what's interesting though if you want to put a positive spin on it nothing was below 3.2 stars so if you have, if your worst is average, it's pretty good. It can only go up. Right. Not bad. Anyway, Jeremy, thanks a lot very much for uh, for your hard work and dedication to this show. I appreciate it. And thank you, everybody, for tuning into the show. If you want to know more about whatever's going on over here, we have a website, which is earsup-podcast.com. Go check it out. You get a link to our T-shirts, you get a link to uh, you know our other shows like Scraping the Vault and Puny Pod and all these kind of things. I have a secret show to finish editing and drop. I just released a show, was it yesterday or the day before, the uh, our most recent show, main show, uh, Battelle versus Hasbro, where Eric took us through the history of the Disney Princess line of toys and how that came to be and uh, the... Uh, Crockloads of money that Disney's making on those. It was actually really interesting. I had a lot of fun with that show, so check that cool. out if you haven't already.
1: And uh, hey, I got yes. Halloween music coming to Spectra Radio next week. So oh, you know, yes, October is upon us. Yes, that's right. All right, looking forward to that. So uh,
0: tune in to SpectralRadio.us, you guys, and you get the latest of Disney music going on over there, and uh, you know, blah blah blah. All right, everybody, thanks a lot.